On Your Neighbor Is, we aim to bring you the stories of everyday people and their creative pursuits and passions. We pass by so many people in our daily cycles and don't always get to know the ones who are around us. So on our podcast, we want to highlight some of these people, people that could even live on your same block, as we push our slogan, Get to Know Your Neighbors. Welcome to our podcast. This is Your Neighbor Is. My name is Gabe. My name is Brian. And we are your hosts. How you doing, Brian? I'm good, man. Just chilling. Getting ready for this hellish year to finally be over. Um, (laughs) Right. Just hanging out, relaxing with the fam. How about you? Same here. I mean, it's going to be a pretty uneventful new year, but I'm pretty sure everybody's hyped to get out of this year. So, you know. Totally. But um, to wrap up the year... On today's episode, we have a special guest. He's a photographer and also social media strategist, and his name is Lorenzo Mattel. How you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How's your year wrapping up? Are you excited for this next one? I'm excited. Any, anything better than this year is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said it. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure everybody feels that way. But yeah, so the way we usually get started here is... We like to ask our guests a little bit about, you know, where they're from, where they grew up, what it was like growing up there, and then if it had any sort of influence on, like, the creative path that they're on now. So if you want to just dive into that a little bit. Yeah, of course. So I grew up in a small town called Harrison in New York. So it's around, like, 25 miles north of New York City. So it's a small town, not very much going on, but I also commuted, I stayed there until college where I was commuting into Pace University. So it's a little bit more a little bit more north of Harrison as well. It's in Pleasantville, New York. So, you know, there's a little less to do. So actually when I was in my sophomore year of college, I was a nursing major at Pace and I was just like interested in the idea of loving the idea of being a nurse and just like helping people. But just like part of me was just like not being fulfilled, like this creative itch basically. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to just, you know, I just wanted something more. So actually, I remember I was in my dorm and I was just watching this Levi's commuter ad for their Built to Ride campaign. So I was just like, inspired by like the story writing and the commercial. And I just knew that's exactly what I wanted to do after, you know, what I wanted to do in life. So after seeing that campaign, I just chose to change my major and pursue a career in marketing. So when I was in college, I just commuted tons to New York City just to find what inspired me. You know, I'm not sure exactly what I was looking for. But just like anything that really drove me forward. So I'm not ex- exactly sure if it was just like the energy or it's like what it was. But I always took the I always took Metro North straight to New York City. I knew that's just where I wanted to be. It's pretty interesting that like basically this one campaign changed your whole career path. Was it like I know you said it was like the story writing. Was there any I guess, like, did it elicit some like feeling out of you that you're like, oh, I could, you know, put something together like this or. What was it that like really impacted you to said this like has to be what I do now? I just felt like it spoke to me. Like there was something about it that I just I want to do that too. Like I wanted to be able to tell a story right. for a brand. I want to do the same thing. Not not necessarily the same. Right. But, you know, that's something that, you know, I was was not gonna be able to do if I wanted to stay in nursing. I want to go 
and start writing a campaign. I want to like figure out what it is exactly, what story I want to write, basically. Mm. And so were you already like dabbling in photography when you were like still a nursing major or did you like pick that up once you made that switch? No, so I I kind of just always brought my camera around. It was just like something that, you know, I had in my dorm. I would take pictures here and there. I remember like summers and if I was out with like friends or just out, I'd just bring my camera. But right after, so what happened was I started bringing my camera in with me into like the city. Uh, I started going on these day trips and I, throughout the day I started taking pictures just trying to show my experience like that I was having uh, mm-hmm. with just New York City. So then like fast forward a few years and like in the summer of 2014, Instagram reached out to me and they followed me on Instagram. And then oh, they wow. then they selected my account as a suggested user account. And then from there, it just that's when my career really started, to be honest with you. That's really cool. And it's really cool kind of that you knew you wanted to be, like you mentioned, like a creative itch needing to be scratched but the way you sort of realized it was through you know doing something that's definitely you know great industry to be in you know constantly growing definitely i would say a good job in my day job i actually work at an agency so i know firsthand and that's really cool and i can imagine that was very validating to sort of be reached out to by the brand so did you mention that you were running their official account or or were you doing content for them or or what was that first gig kind of like yeah so basically how it all started was i I continued to post on just like this personal account just continued posting what you know what i was doing and i think brands wanted in on it they wanted you know i was just able to also write like these storylines like what actually inspired me so it was a watch brand i was working actually with timex I was just taking this watch around, showing like how I would use it just in this authentic way, just my perspective on what I thought, you know, the campaign would look like and just mm. being able to collaborate with these brands. And then from there, I was able to just work with other companies that needed this content. So it's kind of like from what you're saying, it sounds like you take people's like products and brands and kind of just incorporate it into your own daily life and through your eyes. And that's where like the content comes from. Yeah, exactly. And for me, it was a big part of it, just like when I'm signing on or working with a brand, it's just, you know, if it's not what aligns with who I am or what I'm doing, I'd rather just not do it only because right. you can sense it. You know, it's like, you know, I'm sure anyone goes to New York City and they try the pizza, the best pizza shop, you know, it's you have to you know, be that authentic spot. You know, it's you can see it immediately. Yeah, I know Brian will say that's something we bring up a lot, like authenticity on here and just like doing things that you know really connect with you because like you said if you're if a brand reaches out to you that maybe you don't like what they do or you just like don't really have any interest in it you're not gonna create as great content as if you like really had a passion for what they're um you know providing right totally and like you know especially i mean you know I'll kick it to you, but I can imagine that that's something you're probably thinking about a lot you know when working with a brand term I hear a lot is brand voice. And I think people are very, very much in tune with branded content and a brand tweeting as if it's their voice or whatever, doing a little character or something. So I would imagine that that's something you're thinking about a lot, walking that line between, okay, you know, people are just going to dismiss this as usual branded content, whatever, just trying to hit the, the notes of the current 
collective conversation and hey this is something that actually is speaking in a voice that represents the product or the company well and people actually respond to that yeah completely and honestly just you know a lot of companies now you know people want companies that fit their community and just they want brands to have a say you know they want to follow and they're more inclined to just like be part of the brand too if it's just like them totally yeah you know like you want to be in touch with the audience you know and make sure that you're speaking to the people that follow the brand in a way that connects to them but also doesn't necessarily alienate anybody else who might be interested in coming aboard or becoming a customer or a consumer yeah and i think sometimes we see that like brands have like a hard time connecting with customers because they might have like one idea in their head that they think is very marketable and that people relate to but it's like totally off from what like their you know target demographic is actually into so i think you know connecting with somebody like you you can probably provide that perspective for them that they might not always get being on like you know another level that's maybe disconnected from like the the consumer community yeah i agree completely so you mentioned that getting into marketing getting into brand branding getting into you know strategy social media strategy that was kind of the entree maybe and then you you know just took your camera around with you and and documented life going to and from the city so would you say there was sort of a conscious moment where you were like okay hey i'm a strategist I shoot for these brands, whatever. But now I want to, you know, kind of more step into that role of photographer and sort of expand my repertoire and expand what's, you know, in front of my lens. Yeah. And to be honest, it would even push me more as a, just like taking my camera more, you know, taking it everywhere. It was just, you know, my aunt had this old film camera that she would carry around. She'd bring with on family trips. And actually she was moving out. I took this camera and I started I was like, you know, let's run a roll through it. Let's see what comes out of it. So as I was continuing going into the city, I started taking more pictures, but more conscious pictures, just, you know, with film. And then from there, what's mostly when I post on Instagram is just film photography that, you know, I take on if I'm traveling or if I'm going in the city or if pictures of friends. So, you know, it's I think it's just a constant learning what's driving me forward and just like what's making me happy at the end of the day. And also, I think that's just why it's so hard now. You know, you're you're inside and you're not, you can't create as much. You know, you can do so much, but there's limitations what you could do like inside when you're not, you know, moving around as, you know, as normal. Yeah, definitely. And I know that like in the, in a lot of your work that you share on Instagram, it is like that outdoors, like street photography or like taking like candid shots of like passerby. So, I mean, would it be, would it be correct to say that that's, pretty much what you prefer to do as opposed to like, you know, inside a studio type of shoot or something that's more just like set up as opposed to just, you know, freely shooting, whatever you say. I love the in the moment, you know, because there's nothing, you know, you have that one chance, right? The one chance yeah. to take the picture, you know, that one experience and like you can relive it. And also it's just like what film photography is, is like you can take the picture one time and at the end right. point you get to like live it. So you're not, going back, looking at the camera, I'm just like going about my day, taking the pictures. And then, you know, a week go by or two weeks and whatever it is, I drop off the film. Then I kind of like relive that moment at home, editing the picture, looking at it. There's nothing like that. And I've tried taking like digital photos and just be able to like 
make it look like what I've been taking on film, but it's not the same. And that's the whole part of just like the one experience, that one moment I get, you know, so that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I would say I think that's the exciting thing about shooting with film is that it's not like you sort of digital, you can take a bunch of shots and then maybe be like, oh, I didn't like that angle and retake it. But with film, it's like you take the shot and then that's it. There's no going back. So it, it's pretty interesting to see what results you get out of that. Yeah, and it's it's just been honestly, it's just addicting. You know, you just start, you buy one camera, then you use it and then you're like ready for like the next thing. You want to see what that looks like. And it's just, it's an ongoing you know, I, I want to take pictures of this or or do this and try something new. And that's that's the whole part of just like photography in general. That's so interesting. Yeah, I noticed you you work a lot with film and I think different types of film. And you just mentioned maybe using different cameras. So would you say that like what you're shooting on plays a big role in your process or is it more sort of post shooting or how how would you say you sort of approach the um the equipment or like gear side of the photography biz yeah so it's a bit of the experience but also a bit of going back and editing the photo the way you saw it not Mm -hmm. that i touch up any of the photos it's just you know like you take the photo you're in the moment and then going back and then just remembering is this how i saw the lighting so most of the cameras I have, you know, I have manual cameras and automatic cameras, but, you know, it depends on what I'm shooting and I'll change that. But it's a mix of both. You mentioned lighting. I know that in a lot of your work, from what I can tell, you work a lot with like lighting and shadows. Like I noticed that it was like a specific, I don't know, it just seems like you really try to catch like a certain shadow at a certain angle or like a light hitting a person walking by like the exact moment. So is that like one of your main focuses when you're shooting? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I know it sounds a little crazy, but I'm sure some people have seen like the Wes Anderson look, like everything's straight on, dead on, and the colors are like Mm. straight. And most of the photos I take, you know, it's kind of just like when you're creative, you kind of look at like other things, like how do I do this? But if I'm doing this, and that's Mm -hmm. like one of the moments where I thought of, I like this style, but this is mine. So if I go back and I've never used any flash for any of my photography at all. Most of it's been outside or so being able to play with shadows and just like this perspective that I've learned, basically, and I just try to keep it consistent. So natural light is like basically a, a big part in in your shots usually. Yeah, it's it's 100% of just all natural light. I've never tried to use, you know, flash photography. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly how to use it. And that's the whole part of like trial and error with photography that I've learned. Because I've, you know, I didn't study it. I didn't learn it from anyone. It's kind of just like picking up the camera and testing it. Literally learned on the street. Exactly. And just, you know, just going back. So I have like a, you know, I take all of my, my film here and I put it on a light box and just like kind of learning like, well, maybe, you know, next time look at this or try this. And it's also a bit of learning what other people have done out there. I've spent hours on Instagram. I've spent hours on Pinterest and just online, just like learning from other people. There's so many cool people out there and you just like learn. And then once I'm home the next day, once I see all of this, you know, creative work, I just want to get out there and do it too. Totally. You mentioned, you know, first you mentioned like a certain type of consistency or 
people seeing the same thing. And then you talked about Instagram and Pinterest. Something I've noticed with photographers is that a lot of them have a very curated look, like only posting threes. They have the same border. They have the same sort of coloration or whatever the term is, you know, in each shot, very sort of consistent. And I noticed that you on your main page, you have, I would say, kind of that very sort of soft lighting, nothing really sort of when you scroll down, really like striking and jumping out. But I want to ask, like, do you think about that at all? Or do you just kind of represent what you've been working on, what you've been shooting recently, knowing that in a way, even if you're not doing any sort of social media curation, it's all going to be from your eye and your voice. So there's going to be some connection regardless. Yeah. And honestly, I think a lot of the film that I use, so I shoot the same color film over and over again, Portrait 400, or if I'm shooting Kodak 400 TX, you know, there's the black and white. So it's always the same film stock. There's no one look, there's no one setting, right? That's going to make it look the same, but it just so happens that the same film stock and it's what I'm seeing through the camera is just consistent. I try to shoot different things and there's nothing I've, you know, I'm always trying to shoot different stuff, but it's this one particular look I'd like it to have. And I hope, like, obviously you said that you can see it and that's what you would try to achieve this whole like look so that it's not all over the place. And that's what I'm just trying to do. And it's not something that's done on purpose at all, I don't think. Yeah, and and I think you definitely have that. Like I said, you know, I feel like just scrolling through your page, you know, it all has sort of the same, you see the continuity between the shots in terms of what I think is important to you or what you've said you think about. And, you know, I think, yeah, you've definitely done that without necessarily doing any of the things I've seen, like I mentioned, where it's like, kind of formulaic and like, okay, you know, they're only dropping pictures in threes, or they're doing a border or a space for everyone, which I think certainly looks cool, but I don't think it's anything that anyone needs to get caught up in like, oh, I need to be doing something like that, you know? No, and, and honestly, I just think you need to, you know, people need to post like what they want to post, you know, sometimes you dwell on just like people posting content that you think you're going to get more likes, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of just like anything I take pictures of, it's just a random whatever I'm seeing. So it's not, there's no, I try not to look at the numbers. I just try to post like what I want to post really. And I'm going to continue doing that. That's just what I want to do. I think that's the best way to go about it. I feel like in this day and age, so many creators are, you know, they kind of get held back by that where they try to only create contact that they're like more than sure is going to get them a certain amount of likes. And so it's like sacrificing their own creative identity because they're just making something that they think will grab more attention as opposed to doing what they want so if you're creating out of a place that is just like this is what i like this is my style like this is just what i feel like sharing because it's who i am you're gonna have more fulfillment out of that than trying to get you know a certain amount of likes or views yeah no i, I agree completely and that's just like the whole you know like when i'm working for a brand just consistently telling that story just like what just pushing forward, like knowing what drives the brand or what drives me, honestly, and just happy at the end of the day. Like, is this, are we growing? You know, is this part of like the plan? You know, just being consistent. And that's what's helped me. Right. I was going to ask. So I see that you kind of go back and forth between 
seems like LA and New York a lot and a lot of like the subjects in some of your shots are like like in LA I feel like I see a lot of palm trees or maybe like interesting architecture or I know I've seen a lot of like skateboarders um yeah I mean so like New York City has like that busy energy that everyone really talks about right it's in the movies it's what you see but also yeah. there's that like growing up in New York but also when you're somewhere else warm that palm tree like there's like this whole vibe to it which I really love yeah. you know it's just this whole like tranquility about it which is what I really like so just like the mix of the two it's just it'd be awesome to like live both places you know at the same yeah. time it's so different and you can see it just it's hard you know to explain but you know like new york city has its you know its energy to it but also there's the feeling you get from being somewhere warm you know like miami or la you know there's mm -hmm. just tranquility which is like what new york city doesn't have but makes new york city right yeah of course totally yeah and i actually i live in la currently i'm home in jersey for the holidays but la is my home base and you know i think you're so right that definitely my dream is to be able to split time, you know, six months in LA, six months in New York. And I think you're so right that the perspective you get from having lived in both places is really valuable to any sort of anyone who's thinking about art, thinking about something creative, and definitely somebody who's thinking about visual representation. You know, like New York is home, like you said, New York, New Jersey is home. And LA is so, 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 so different. But I fuck with it because of all of the different things that are in such stark contrast to New York, you know, and, and what's there. And, you know, I feel like, is there, I noticed on your IG, you've been to many different places. And something I noticed, which I thought was super dope, is that, you know, your work has been featured in many different places across the globe. So I'm not sure if you've been there or been to everywhere where your work has been shown but do you have like a favorite place to shoot or a place that you really found especially inspiring for some reason yeah i mean i think you said it before you know like anywhere warm i want to say last december i actually went to miami it was my first time and just like the architecture there's like this art deco architecture that's there that's by the yeah. beach you know there's this whole like arts district thing over there and it's just so different than New York, but then you go back home and you just like appreciate it. And then you're just like inspired to go back. Right. So like, I'd love to go back to Miami just to be able to like experience like the food, you know, experience the culture there. I'm dying to go back. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I think yeah, Miami I... is a, it's one city that's maybe not talked about as much within like the art scene and stuff, but they do have a lot of like you said, like a great vibe out there and like the architecture on the buildings and stuff. Like there's a lot of inspiration you can find there for sure. And it's also like, it's kind of like the, you know, the opposite of obviously of New York, but Miami has this energy to it that feels pretty similar to New York. It's just a different location. It's really cool because like the people that live there actually do, you know, they feel the vibe too. You know, it's just like in New York, you know, summertime in New York, there's nothing like it, right? Yeah. So traveling down there and feeling that there too it, it felt like home even though it was just like there for only a few days yeah i haven't been yeah. back to miami in a while but i get what you're saying yeah i was gonna say yeah i've never been definitely really want to go down there yeah I and mean, most of miami yeah. like you see like this party scene right and you know there's so many layers to miami that 
you know, I experienced in my first time. Like, I didn't go over there to go out and go out with friends. You know, I just went over there just to relax and just kind of see what's out there. And I, I dying to go back just to relive that. Yeah. So I know one thing that you also have on your IG that you have in your bio is this page dedicated to like coffee shop interiors. And I guess I just wanted to ask, like, what was the inspiration for that? Or what is it about like coffee shops that gets you excited to like capture, you know, their their locations? Yeah. So a few years ago, I was freelancing and I was spending a lot of time like on the go. Right. And I was spending a lot of time in coffee shops, you know, I was meeting with friends or I was in a meeting. And I kind of just like fell in love with just being like feeling this vibe that I had there, like trying different spots, like going to different neighbor- neighborhoods and just trying and this coffee, talking to the barista or talking to someone that's, you know, on the table next to you. And that's how it really started. And from there, I just, you know, I was posting all these coffee pictures on my other account, my personal account. And then I just kind of wanted, you know, to post more, but I, you know, I wanted to be able to like freely post about two different things, two different topics but just curate in a way that what I'm seeing too, right? So, you know, if I was taking a meeting, I was taking a picture, maybe of the coffee shops, just like the interior design of it would made it really beautiful, but also, you know, the picture of the coffee that they're serving. And then from there, just continue curating it from there. But it's really just based on where I was or where I am or where I've traveled to. These are all coffee shops that I've posted. And pretty quickly, I think some people caught on to like the whole hashtag. I think 18... 19,000 people have used the hashtag so far. So, I mean, it's growing and they're using it all around the world, which is really cool. Wow. That's super dope. And, you know, something that stood out to me was I feel like coffee shops, at least in New York, you know, obviously there are many, many different ones, but I feel like there are certain things that you're probably likely to see at each of them. So there is sort of that continuity between them in the sense that, you know, a proprietor, somebody who might want to open one is thinking, oh, you know, I want to have this good lighting, or I want to have maybe this beautiful white tile, you know, or whatever. And is that something that you sort of have thought about, you know, like, hey, let me sort of create this thread between all these very different, very disparate places I've been that all serve the same drink? Yeah. And if you like, if I look, go back, and I go look at the pictures, I mean, like, there's a formula there. There's like the picture of the coffee shop and there's the picture of the coffee and there's back to like the coffee shop. You know, there's consistency, but they all show a different vibe there. There's a whole different layout of the coffee shop, but it's consistent in the way that they're all shot, you know, straight on. So you can see the total differences between it, but they're still serving the same drink. And I go back and forth between, do I switch it up? Do I like just post what I want to, but I kind of like the way this looks at the moment. Yeah, I think you portray it really well. And I think like you were saying, there's a, like, especially with traveling everywhere, there's like a spirit or energy, I guess, with like being at a coffee shop in all these different cities. Like, especially if you're in a new city or even like abroad, you're going to find people from all over in coffee shops. Cause that's just like what people do. They go get coffee in like a new place that they're exploring. So it's almost like you're, capturing that energy within these locations yeah i mean i've i've met a lot of really cool people at coffee shops i spent a lot of time in them and they all feel different it's something i definitely still miss you know right now you know making coffee at home it's not the same vibe that you get when you're (laughs) going you're going out and you know you're meeting someone that you might not meet you know you're sitting there and just spark up a conversation you know going forward you know it's still posting on this instagram just still trying to show you know, what's out there. 
still posting to this photo project and it, hopefully people still continue to share and just use the hashtag as a page like that kind of garnered you some attention from maybe like different coffee brands that want you to create something based around that no i mean honestly I, that's i would love to i've worked with a lot of other different brands with my you know just my personal professional life um but i've actually never done anything with coffee shop interiors everything has just been solely based on just posting about the community just posting about the interiors and the coffee that i've had there maybe moving forward you know i could try something new project or maybe work with another creative on like a like a video series or something but you know i have never done anything with it but we'll see what happens so i I gotta ask what's your order out of coffee shop what's your (laughs) drink of choice it depends. So if I'm home, you know, it's it's always a pour over, but out, you know, I don't have an espresso machine. I don't have an expensive espresso machine at my house. So it's either double espresso or cortado. Those are the go-tos mm. depending on, you know, how I'm feeling. Beautiful. Yeah. Same here. Love that. That's always my go-to out and about because yeah, I just have the pour over at home too. Just got the Chemex. But yeah, that's really dope. And it, it's cool that now it's sort of, you know, it's just the idea that popped into your head. Hey, I'm in these a lot. I find myself drawn to these interiors, these scenes a lot. Let me just create a little separate thing. And now it's sort of taken on a life of its own. Like that's that's really dope. And I think just a testament to that original idea you had way back when you were sitting in, in that, you know, quote unquote, first one where you got the idea. Honestly, it's just, it's addicting. Like you create the content, you can you make more and more, and then you just want to make more, right? So like yeah. I have tons of photos and thousands of photos I've never even posted, but like, what do I do with them? Right? Like wh- where do these go? So just being able to like start a new Instagram and do that. And that's like something I love, you know, just creating content, you know, I create so much. I don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's always a good thing <laughs> to have an overflow of content. Do you think there's any other like theme or pages that you would maybe want to also do something like that where you're just curating a whole profile based around one topic? Honestly, I'd love to do that for a really big brand. I think that's where, you know, I'd love to do it, you know, work and just create all this content with like crazy communities out there. You know, there's Mm -hmm. so many cool people and so many cool things out there, but be be able to do that with a company is like moving forward. That's what I want to do. Like creating, you know, I have that drive and I want, I know what I'd like to do, like what makes me happy at the end of the day, but be able to do that for a really big company is what I'd love to do. Do you have like a you, company in mind that you would want to do that for? I don't know. I don't like, I don't want to put like a name to it or like a company to it, but being or like in an any, industry, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'd love, obviously I'd love to work for a travel company because I'd be able to travel and like take more photos, but you know, there's, right. you know, to be able to like, be do that, to be able to do that for, you know, like a city or be able to do that for, magazine or a newspaper i mean there's so many options that you have but you know especially with social media you can work in any industry and it's pretty yeah. streamlined but to be able to do that for a place that has so much going on is you know ideal yeah i think something like tourism or like traveling like would fit right in line with like your usual like street photography like you kind of just take into perspective of a tourist in a new city and creating a whole story around that yeah, I agree completely. Is there like a dream destination that you haven't been that you're just dying to get to? I'd love to go to London, actually. Mm. Never been. 
you know, there's a lot of good music that's popping out of London. There's a whole like art scene that's over there. Be able to go over there and just kind of live it, especially because I've never done it. You know, it's you hear there's so many similarities between so many cities, but to like go over there and do it. Yeah. I'd love to go to London. Yeah, yeah that's I've always great. said um I've always said London is basically like the the New York City of Europe. Like there's tons of similarities between the two. Yeah, and when you like for instance, like you go to Europe, right? Like the, there's like the culture shock with not being able to speak the language. But you know, for someone that you know I've grown up in New York, but to go somewhere that also, you know, you can kind of just live it, you know, there's less of a culture shock really, I think, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, London I would love to go there and Tokyo too is a city that it just seems so like bustling and and yeah you know so alive in a way that yeah like you said Gabe it's so similar to New York and I mean yeah it's really I I agree completely I mean you know to be able to travel for work and capture those breathtaking moments I mean what a life that would be right definitely so um do you have any any sort of projects or a brand project you're working on coming up or any like just personal projects that you're excited to get done? Yeah, actually. So there's a few businesses around here that obviously are, you know, it's a little bit different times right now, but there are a few like floral shops that are actually in our, in my neighborhood. And, you know, there's so many cool people that are behind these flower shops. So I was actually thinking about taking a pic, like a photo book of just like the flowers that are mm. in, that they're selling kind of just show maybe like a sheet of the contact sheet of the flowers I took there and then on the other you know side of the book or a picture of the actual flower shop or maybe like portraits of the people I'm still contemplating on like how I'd get it done or what exactly I want to put in there but definitely like this new neighborhood I'm living in just like these really cool interesting stores and people that are living here that sounds really cool I think that Almost like with your coffee shop page, that's another subject that can make for a really interesting curated page because so many of these flower shops have their different interior designs of how they display the products or just different types of flowers. So like there's there's tons of stuff, different things to capture. Yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, that might be a very prudent thing in these times too because especially if maybe you could work out something with the businesses because at least, you know, in my sort of social media network circle, whatever you want to call it, I'm seeing a ton of people becoming, you know, plant moms and dads in, in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, we're all inside L.A. Succulents are such a huge thing to own. So, I mean, yeah, beautiful photography, beautiful representation. You know, it could could be a great outlet for you and could also help these businesses, you know, because... I would imagine that a lot of them, unfortunately, of course, due to all the craziness this year, are probably having to, you know, get that online store set up and do stuff that they'd never had to do before, you know, in a place like New York, where everybody's just walking down the street every day. Completely. I agree with you completely. Lorenzo, I mean, you know, it's been great talking to you and that, you know, I feel like you have a very unique perspective, you know, especially somebody who's got the photography skills for sure and you sort of have that business element of it as well which i think is very dope you know and i think both of those sort of sides of your brain i'm sure are helping the other side constantly and just one 
thing I want to ask about. I noticed that, you know, I would be remiss for not talking about this, but I noticed on your <laughs> IG, the third post, I think it was, was a collaborative photography project called Neighborhood, right? Was yeah. that the name with a, with one of the letters parenthesized? I mean, you know, we don't need to dive into it, but I just was like, wow, oh my God, you know, full <laughs> circle here. And you got the exact idea in that project that I think we're kind of going for in, in some way or another here. Yeah. So neighbor, uh, this guy, Taku, he was selling uh, these rolls of film, people from all over the world, just to connect, just take a picture, take one roll of film, take a few pictures. You send them back and they actually uh, were showing the pictures in Australia. So it was like so cool to be part of the project along with all those other people that were doing it too. So it's all expired film. And I took a picture of just some friends and some people that I, you know, I had this camera with that day, submitted them and, you know, they were shown in Australia. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's super dope. I think like any photography or any creative project just like centered around like communities and neighborhoods is always so interesting because you're capturing like so many different people from so many different places and you just get to like a look into like another world that you've maybe never experienced before completely agree so yeah for uh the way we usually sign off on here is we like to do a little segment that we called have you met and basically in line with like what we were just talking about with neighbors Somebody that you would like to spotlight that's quote-unquote a neighbor of yours or not literally a neighbor, but another creative that you would maybe like to highlight, give a shout-out to. So yeah. do you have anyone like that? Yeah, huge shout-out to Tim Lopez. Uh, he also lives in Queens. You know, he's doing a lot of photo stuff. That's definitely really cool in different aspects. You know, He's working with magazines and different photographers and working for himself. I was doing some really cool things, so shout out to to Tim. Shout out Tim. We'll definitely have to check shout out, out Tim work. for sure. Well, thanks totally so much well. for for getting on here, bros. Great conversation. I think your work is awesome. I really, like I said before, I really love like the usage of light and shadows in your work. I think it's a very clean, interesting style, and I'm excited to see what other projects you put together. Thank you for having Second. me and definitely stay in tune for you know, this flower shop photo yes, book I might be doing. So. Flower shop interiors. There you go. <laughs> for sure. Got to keep the brand consistent. Exactly. Consistent. Yeah. But seriously, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for jumping on. Well, all right. Yeah. Dope convo. Definitely a lot of gems dropped. Everybody go ahead and make sure you, uh, Check out the work, check out the coffee shop interiors and, and, and stay tuned for the next step. And yeah, I'm in again. Great talking to you, man. And best of luck in the new year. And hope you have a great rest of this holiday season. And make sure to follow our guy at Lorenzo Matil on IG. Stay tuned to follow his work. So signing off here. Thanks to everybody listening. Appreciate all the support y'all have been giving us. And we're yep. going to have plenty of new episodes on the way for you in this new year totally yes sir well signing off i'm gabe i'm brian and this was another episode of your neighbor is we'll catch y'all later deuces deuces <laughs>